going on guys your boy elroy here and welcome back to the your boy elroy mma podcast i am your host josh preppy gina and we are back guys for a condensed version of YBE MMA today but before we get into that I want to thank you guys if it's your first time here if you've been here before welcome to the show it has been a week and unfortunately for me <laughs> um, this show is gonna be a tad bit shorter than usual but you know I don't like to waste your time so let's get into some quick news so the lone piece of news this week looks like um late thursday we got the note from the ufc that their march 13th fight night will be taking place in charlotte north carolina why is that newsworthy because it's my hometown at the moment so The UFC hasn't been to Charlotte since 2018. Um, So as of now, this is how the card stands. Um, In the main event, Anthony Smith versus Johnny Walker. That's the one thing we know. That's the main event. The bout order for everything else, we're not sure yet. Um, But there's some bangers on here. Matt Brown versus Court McGee. Jarzinho Rosenstruck versus Jalton Almeida. Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill. Ian Gary versus Daniel Rodriguez. Tim Means versus Alex Morono. Carl Zolberg versus Iho Potario. Jessica Rose Clark versus Tynir Lisbell. Ji Young Kim versus Mandy Bone. Cody Stamen versus Douglas De Silva Dandraj. And Gabe Green versus the hometown boy Brian Battle. So. I'm excited for the UFC to be in Charlotte. It's something that I have been waiting for. Uh, The time that the UFC went to Philly, I was doing this show, but I wasn't able to go to the the fight. I remember, I think it was Justin Gaethje versus Michael Johnson was the one fight that I know for a fact was there. Um... But yeah, wasn't able to go to the show. And it was kind of, uh, it was still early in this show. So I wasn't that bummed about it. I was like, oh, whatever. But now, you know, I'm like, oh, the UFC is coming back to to Charlotte. That's awesome. I'm going to go. I I looked at my wife. I'm like, hey, UFC is going to be in Charlotte in May. I was like, I want to go. She's like, yeah, of course. But... My homie, Josh Oxendine, has a fight that night, as of now, um, in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And we choose family and friends over, you know, our own desires. And I will always support my homies before I go out and do something for myself. So I probably will be missing the UFC card, um, but I will be going to see my homie Josh fight. Now, I did text Josh, and I told him, hey, tell Dada5000 to switch his card to Friday night. Last time, it was on a Friday night, and it was awesome. This time, for some reason, they're trying to run on a Saturday. Um, 
But either way, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be at the BYB Extreme card before I go to the UFC card. But in the event that it does change to um, either the night before, the week before, or week after, um, I will try to get into the UFC as media. I will pay for my ticket, no problem. But if I could do media and media interviews, that would be incredible. So that's all the news for this week. Let's talk about last week in MMA. So last week, the UFC was in San Antonio, Texas. And in the main event was Corey Sanhagen versus Marlon Chito Vera. A highly anticipated fight at 135. And it did live up to the expectations not for like the whole fight action, but for what Corey Sandhagen was able to do to Marlon Chito Vera. We know Marlon Vera to be a slow starter. He kind of has that. Um, he has that. How do you say it? Because they. It's really funny because they inducted or they announced Donald Cerrone for the Hall of Fame. And we always knew Donald Cerrone as a slow starter. I don't know if you remember that from back in the day. It's like, oh, um, every fight breakdown for Donald Cerrone. It's like, hey, we have to, uh, you know, Donald's going to get gotta get started quick and this and that. And, and it was always Donald Cerrone is a notorious slow starter. But when he starts, you know, it's a problem, blah, blah, blah. That's Marlon Vera. <laughs> I mean, if you go back to his last fight when he fought Dominic Cruz, he was losing that fight into the fourth round until he knocked Cruz out. So even with that in the back of the mind, Corey Sanhagen's performance was so flawless against Marlon Vera that I never worried once that Corey was going to slip. Now, you guys know I am a big Corey Sanhagen fan. I am a... Uh, I call it that he has Diaz brother energy. You know what I mean? Like like win, lose, or draw, we're going for Corey Sanhagen just because of how how he has been in this sport lately. He's he's never turned down a fight. He always moves forward and he's in every fight that he has. He's in every fight that he has. I never seen him you know, not being besides, sorry, besides the Aljamain Sterling fight, that was tough night for him. But this fight, he had a flawless performance. His footwork was beautiful. His boxing was on point. He was explosive when he had to be. Um, you know, when Marlon tried to break distance, he'd throw up a flying knee and kind of, you know, he, he can land that knee. So Marlon saw that and Marlon would move back. But, um, you know, he won by unanimous decision or he won by split decision, which is crazy because I didn't give Marlon not one round, let alone three. <laughs> but um, it was a fun fight. It wasn't like this, you know, barn burner, burn the house down fight, but it was a great fight and I really enjoyed watching it. And, um, you know, Corey Sanhagen called out. Marab to fight next which is really smart because Marab's in the news 
And Marab is another one that has yet to say, I'm not fighting that guy unless his name is Aljamain Sterling. So I'm looking forward to seeing that fight in the summer. Um, and yeah, that was UFC San Antonio. I mean, there was nothing really that noteworthy besides that. There were some fun finishes on that card, but the main thing was the main event, which was really, really high level. And um, yeah, Marlon Vera moves down the card again. But um, seems like he's aiming to fight Peter Yan. So I'm sure that uh, both those guys, <laughs> slow starters. So I think it'll be a more equally matched fight. So that was the UFC San Antonio. Let's talk about this week in just the world. Because it's real busy weekend with no UFC. So... You guys know my first love, professional wrestling. It is the biggest weekend of the year in the WWE. That is WrestleMania. Two nights this year, so let's get right into it. Um, night one on Saturday, they've already announced that it kicks off with John Cena versus Austin Theory for the U.S. title. This has been a really fun-built program. I think John Cena has had some really strong the really strong promo leading into it with Austin Theory in the ring. I think Austin Theory's rebuttal was decent. Um but I just don't know what they do after this. So for that, I'm going to give it like a 5 in excitement, but I do think it's going to be a good match. I think Austin Theory, I don't know if it's going to be this star-making performance, but I think Austin Theory is going to do pretty pretty good in there. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the women's title. Rhea, probably one of the hottest women stars right now in the promotion, just has all, as a heel, has all the fan base excited to watch her. So it's hard to root for her. Um, It's hard not to root for her. I'm sorry. And um, this seems like they're aiming for this to be the main event of night one but what i think has to be the main event of night one is the tag title match the usos versus Sami Zayn and kevin owens the promotion has really really been built around these guys and the guys in the main event the next night all year it has been Sami Zayn just a part of the bloodline and that story has engulfed the promotion and has exceeded you know the promotion's thoughts i'm sure that they they never thought that it would be this big but um this title match should main event the night and i think it's going to be awesome it's probably the biggest title match in like 10 years that's how big this title match is Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. This is Legends coming back to have an appearance. Um, I'm not that excited for it. I'm not going to lie. Something I am excited for, though, Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Um, Seth should win, but I think this is going to be a really fun match. We saw what Logan Paul was able to do with Roman. So think about Seth, who is a better worker than Roman, This should be awesome. The Hall of Fame inductee for this year, Rey Mysterio. He is taking on his son, Dominic Mysterio. 
Um, I don't know what they're going to do at the Hall of Fame, but I'm sure it's going to play into this. Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. Uh, I think this is just on the card to be a really fun, you know, tag match, like a big multi-person match with a bunch of spots. I think this this match is going to be fun, and um, I'm not really thinking too much about it. Maybe the people who win get the next title shot. That's probably what they're aiming for. On Sunday, the final night of WrestleMania, um, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda and Shayna versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. I think this is the same thing. They're probably going to, whoever wins this match will probably get the next women's tag title match. Um, this is just to get some people on the card. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell. This should be fun, kind of like that movie-style match. Um, looks like it's going to be the Brood versus the Demon. We will see. For the Intercontinental title, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. That should be a banger after banger after banger. For the Raw Women's title, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. That should be great. I mean, Asuka's back. I don't recall her facing Bianca Belair in singles action ever. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. But um, that should be a really fun match. And in the main event, something that I'm really excited for. Uh, the crowning achievement for me of someone who proved me the hell wrong. The American Nightmare Cody Rhodes challenging for the Undisputed Universal Championship versus Roman Reigns. This is, I don't even know. Like, in my head for a while, it's like, it's a no-brainer. Cody should win. And then, um, you know, but what's the story after this? Like, Cody wins and, you know, he fate like... This is super interesting. I don't know how to, they're going to book it, but I'm really excited to see, and I cannot wait for WrestleMania. I'm going to have some friends over. It's going to be like, I don't want to say like old times because my old wrestling watching friends, I miss them, but um, it is going to be having, it is going to be fun having some people over. So that is WrestleMania, and this has been this week's episode of YBE MMA. I am Josh Prepigini. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Preps in one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA podcast as well as Teespring. Teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love you mothers. I love you mom. Enjoy WrestleMania this weekend and we'll see you next week. Okay.